With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Are you a college student looking for better guidance on how to, quote, figure out your life after college? Maybe you're slowly looking at jobs, or maybe you're finally getting around to editing your resume, or... Maybe you're just getting anxiety awaiting for the question at Thanksgiving family dinner, what are you going to do after college? Yep, I've been there. That's why I created my career ebook guide to help guide you on the path to young adult life in your postgrad career. From custom resume templates, ways to improve your LinkedIn, cover letter examples, top interview questions, and more. It's all in my ebook guide, which you can find on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog shop. I'm Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday, and welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth. If you are new here, I am your host, and thank you for joining me today. So, On today's episode, I have the ladies of Sweat and Tell, and they have returned for a part two on this podcast. If you guys remember, or if you listened to their initial episode on this show, it was back in mid-February, I believe, and at the time, we actually recorded that episode in January. So we were kind of laughing earlier in this episode how it, so much has changed, obviously, since we last recorded the first episode and since we just kind of last talked. And so it's pretty crazy how much has happened, but I think this episode is just full of great advice, kind of like an older sister telling you what they know now type of conversation. And I specifically wanted to have them on to discuss relationships and what they've learned from dating and all that because they are both in a long-term relationship now and they both live with their significant others. So I think it kind of just made so much sense for them to share what they've learned, their thoughts. And I think a lot of what they said not only aligned with me, but I think will align with a lot of you and might just kind of spark some inspiration for Whatever situation you may be in, whether you're in a talking phase or maybe you're with someone and you're kind of unsure what's going on. And so I think they cover a lot of just, again, great advice on overall dating. And so I hope you guys enjoy this and we're going to dive right in. All right, Sweat and Tell, Joe and Jax, I am so glad you guys are back. This time, we're going to be talking all about relationships, but let's start off with chatting about how you guys 
have been doing during the pandemic. I know it's, I guess we recorded last time in January. So that was literally two months before the pandemic. So we had no idea. So long ago. I know. It really does. It feels like two years ago. This this year's been dragged out. No, it's, I feel like it's had its ups and downs. And when we saw you, I moved to Nashville a month later and then pandemic hit. So I think for me, it was really interesting because I was leaving California where all my friends and family are and coming out here. And then I had so many trips planned for them to visit me to, you know, cope with the big change moving across the country. And then all of that got canceled. (laughs) Um, So I think I got a little homesick at first because of that, because it's like, not only am I moving across the country, but now I can't see anybody Mm -hmm. and I have to be quarantined. Um, So I think that was like an interesting change, but it did also give me a chance to really, really get roots here and dive in, which was kind of nice. Um, And also explore more of the city outside of what I thought of Nashville when I was in California. Like I think of, restaurants and and concerts and things like that which obviously Nashville has that but it also has a ton of hikes and waterfalls and things like that that I had no idea like I was just clearly in a bubble and didn't really realize how much nature was out here so that was a good perk um but as a whole pandemic I feel like my moods with it were kind of roller coaster you know what about you um, I mean, it was definitely a bummer. I couldn't come visit you. We didn't yeah. see, like see one another for so long. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm just seeing your place for the first time, which is mm-hmm. crazy. We were talking about that like 10 months later. Um, yeah. but overall, um, I mean, like since my boyfriend and I are based in Orange County, like we were there for a lot of it. And then also in the desert with my family. And I think the like silver lining is I got to spend so much time with like both sets of my parents since my parents were divorced or are divorced. Um, it's, it was nice to be able to like spend like quality time with them. Um, but for the most part, like we, I mean, it's been okay. Like still working Mm -hmm. from home. I feel very fortunate that I still have like my full-time job and I felt Mm -hmm. a lot of job security, um, during this time. So I feel, um, really like grateful and thankful for that. Um, we did move during COVID. Mm -hmm. So that was a little different because I think both Connor and I like came to a point that we were like, okay, if we're working from home through like, I mean, for me, I can work from home through July of next year that we're like, we need to have a bigger space with a legit office. And like, hopefully like, which we found a place where we could have like a home gym. So it's like a little bit better. Like we, they were kind of on top, like their, their old place was super cute, but not designed for two people to work from From home. home. So they were a little on top of each other there. So they kind of just, helped initiate the move yeah definitely yeah Mm -hmm. yeah no I feel like COVID really kind of well at least for me as well it initiated me wanting to move out of OC because I was there for five years and like went to Chapman and all that so I feel like I really lived out OC and whatnot but I feel like there was a lot of changes and it's just funny because we are like the last time we recorded and saw each other was literally like a month before when shit hit the fan and we had no (laughs) idea we had no idea (laughs) we're just in our own little world yeah floating along yeah. and then bam next yeah. <laughs> it's been crazy well I'm super excited to dive into relationships specifically I think uh-huh. both of you guys live with your partners right if I'm not yeah. mistaken okay cool so I'm super excited to dive into it but how about you guys first share your individual stories I guess with your relationship where you guys are at I, I guess just take the 
audience along on a journey if some of them you know actually i would assume most of them wouldn't know much of it unless they follow yeah. you guys yeah because yeah, you know, on our page we don't talk too much about well, here and right. there we talk about yeah. our like significant others um but they're not like a key component yeah yeah right. so it is kind of it's fun to talk about in like this situation <laughs> normally yeah. you know um i've been with my guy for I think <laughs> like four and a half years, I think now. Um, and we met in Orange County and then um, he lived in LA and then I was in Orange County and then we moved out here and this is our first time living together. So moved across country and then pandemic, right? Like for our first time living yeah. together. But honestly, it was a very easy transition moving in with him. He's so easygoing and I think it, we just know that like I know he's my person so it kind of just made sense and yeah. it was like a nice flow um but yeah it was definitely a, a lot of change all at once yeah. but yeah he's the best yeah love he's, him. we love we love him so much um Connor so I met him about four years ago and then we didn't really start dating until like probably eight months after we met mm -hmm. um so we've been together for like about three and a half years but they they had like crushes on each other from day one yeah and we were so we're so stubborn, we're like so stubborn that like we met each other and we're like wow like we were totally vibing and like would like hook up and stuff but we're like we were so stubborn that we were like we don't want to be in relationships because we both had just gotten out of like long-term relationships mm -hmm. from college and so for like probably eight months like august to april we were like no, we're not dating. We don't like. But at the same time, like they were obsessed with each other. Yeah. Just neither one into that. So stupid. But that's like we're so stubborn like yeah. that. Um, but we probably moved in together like once we officially started dating, like a year after. I felt like it sounds kind of soon, but we also would like we were talking so much before and like got close I would, before we. Started it would be like dating. eighteen months if you count it. Yeah. Everything. So. Um. And so we've been living together since then, and it's honestly been like so great I mm. love it it's awesome not having to like pack a bag to go to your boyfriend's house and sleep mm. over and just like be together all the time yeah. so yeah it's been good so far and for the audience that doesn't know how old are you guys I guess just so they kind of can paint a picture of where you guys are at in life <laughs> so I'm 27 and my boyfriend's 27 as well yeah I'm 26 and my boyfriend is 27, 27. yeah okay so Jacqueline, you're, so you did a little bit of long distance for a bit, I guess, or for, I guess for how long, or I guess, I don't know. I don't know if you would consider LA and OC long distance. Some do we or jokingly consider it long distance because right. it's like the commute with traffic is yeah. long distance. Um, but I, I kind of loved it to be honest, because I would have my own time during the week and then it would be like, we would see each other over the weekend or once during the week, something like that. And it was very dedicated quality time versus just what's convenient and easy. So it was kind of nice. I surprisingly didn't mind it as much as I thought I would when he originally moved from Orange County to LA. I was like, oh no, like we're gonna be so mm -hmm. far apart. Um, but it actually, I think worked out well because it helped um, me keep my independence, which sometimes I feel like is an issue when you start a relationship because you become obsessed with that person and want to hang out with that person all the time and you kind of lose the other side of yourself. So I feel like for me, it, it honestly was like a blessing in disguise that helped me really keep that independence. And then I was able to kind of inherently 
like have that inside of me for the future. So now I still have that, you know, which was kind of nice. Yeah, you did. That's something that I like feel like I picked up on really quick with your relationship, especially mm-hmm. as we got closer was like how good both of you were at like having your independence and mm-hmm. space. And then you would make sure that like when you plan to go to LA to see mm-hmm. Dave, then it would be like, you would have quality time and like mm-hmm. that was your time to spend with him yeah. but, like you did a really good job balancing it with like friends and stuff it wasn't like you were just staying at his house for like a week straight yeah like, exactly which can be really easy to do like it's, especially when you first like I've been there in other relationships and it's yeah. like and then you get burnt out and like resentful and stuff yeah. like that so yeah. having that balance from the get-go I feel like is really important and I also feel like trust plays a big role in that too you know it's like if you trust the person they trust you you're able to have your independence a lot more yeah Mm. so speaking about independence I guess both of you guys can answer this like what is what are your thoughts on that part in the beginning of a relationship I think most of us have surely seen our girlfriends maybe get attached too soon or maybe make some kind of red flag mistakes that even some guys have probably talked about saying like they look out for in a girl like what's your tips on being able to maintain that independence without, I guess, falling into the trap of, you know, putting too much time into that person, whether you're in the talking phase or you just started dating. Yeah. I feel like it, it's kind of like similar with like anything. Like, I feel like you just can't have all your eggs in one basket at all times, Mm -hmm. like in terms of like your time spent. Like, I feel like it's like, you have to make sure that you're being proactive with scheduling times to hang out with your friends Mm -hmm. and not like fully divulging all of your time into like one single person because I do think it is quick to like Mm -hmm. you can lose your independence so fast um and it's obviously very important and yeah yeah I I agree I I feel like the metaphor I would think of more because I I think like if I like somebody like Dave for example if I like somebody I'm all in like right away you know what I mean I'm like okay like I I don't really mess around kind of thing I'm like if you like me I like you like this is how it's gonna be but I, so I feel like that's eggs and basket in that sense, but like tunnel vision is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like, you can't just focus on that one yeah. person and then exclude the other people in your life because it's not going to work out. It's, yeah. it's just going to ruin not only that relationship, but external ones as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've done that in past relationships when I was like younger in high school and stuff like that. And I've seen the consequences and that's yeah. one of the reasons why it helped like I feel like I've learned from that too I feel like everybody's gone through it at some point you know because it's like like when you're young young. yeah in your like first relationship and things like that it's like probably the most fulfilling form of validation that like someone you like wants to be with you 24 7 Uh like when you're like young and insecure I was just gonna say when you're like yeah I do feel like when you get older it's like you should have that trust that you can be like I'm gonna Uh go do this tonight I'm gonna do like I don't have to be with you 24 7 and like it makes the relationship better it totally makes the relationship better and then it's like when you are with each other it is that quality time and you're excited for Mm -hmm. it too exactly why would you say it makes the relationship better I mean obviously I know that for myself as well but for some people who like maybe still are so stuck in the framework of okay but if I don't spend time with them they're gonna forget about me they won't think about me they you know might like like another girl like what's your like advice there I think the biggest thing that I've learned over just years of experience and then lots of therapy is that the relationship with yourself is the most important. Cause if you're not happy and you're not filling yourself with 
things that make you happy other than just one relationship, it's just not going to be successful long-term. You know, it's like that can only last for so long. You can't have all of your validation be coming from one external source. So I feel like by being independent and fulfilling your life with other happy relationships with friends, with family, and then also whatever your passion is, career, hobbies, exercise, you know, artistic outlet, whatever it is, having all of those as a whole just makes you a happier individual. And then you're not as stressed out worrying about your significant other, because if you're happy, like they're going to be happier too, yeah. you know? But I, I do think though it is very... At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu reinforce that it's totally normal when you do start like first dating someone oh, to yeah. like be, have, be that hurdle be in the puppy mm -hmm. dog phase and like just have that mental battle of being like but I want to spend 24 7 yeah. with you like how do I pull myself away so I do think that's like constantly normal. texting all yeah that. I get that yeah I, I just think you can't cross the line of like starting to lie to your friends kind yeah of thing. that's yeah, when yeah. it gets like dangerous yeah or like not like like not like cancel on them a lot, yeah. you know that sort of thing. There's yeah. a fine line. The puppy dog stage, you don't want to miss it. Like that's obviously so yeah. bad. You know? um, but you just don't want that to end up excluding you long term. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. What about the risk of, I guess, losing friends? Like, I don't know if you, either of you had experience with like earlier relationships where you did go through that puppy dog phase and you were kind of like bailing on friends at a certain point, like how would you share to younger girls like on potential risks of like losing friends and kind of things like they should maybe be more mindful of because I feel like that's something we're just not told at a young age so that's why we don't know you know what I mean even though yes like it's likely going to happen anyways but at least like now we can we can try to like teach them a little bit or share like hey this is actually a thing that happens like you know you don't want to risk losing friends over a person like you can still balance it so like where would you go from there in regards to not again, like not putting your eggs in one basket and still being able to maintain like really good and strong friendships? I think just not taking the ones that you know are quality friendships for granted. I think that's something that's easy to do. Or like, for example, especially when you're young, you feel insecure. And instead of like going to your friend, you know, your boyfriend's going to comfort you and just say yeah. what you want to hear kind of thing instead of passing up that friendship, if it's a minor thing that you can mm -hmm. fix. And I think that's something that you need to remember that friendships have ups and downs too. Like, obviously you don't want a super tumultuous friendship, yeah. you know, but, um, there, there are ebbs and flows in that too. And like, you can't just lean on one person and be like, oh, I don't like this person anymore because of this. It's like, you, you should still have an open conversation and, and talk with them. And then I just think the biggest thing is to remember how important having good friends is too. Yeah. It's not the qual it's not the quantity, you know, I always love the phrase where it's like, I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies mm -hmm. because you can have four really good friends rather than a hundred that don't really matter but at least keep those four and like nurture them and don't give up on them and put time into them because that's 
it's like the same you would do for your romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to do that in your platonic ones too. Yeah. I also think sometimes we get into this like mindset because it's so much easier to just stay at home with your significant other than yeah. to go out. Like it's takes way less effort. It's so comfortable that I think even now sometimes like Connor and I both will be like, Oh, we don't feel like doing anything mm-hmm. tonight, which is fine. But sometimes we get into this trap where we're like, mm-hmm. okay, we need to go do something. Yeah. Yeah. It's our favorite thing to do. But I always like to like remind myself that it's like the best nights and the memories that I'm going to look back on aren't going to be lying in bed watching like Netflix. Yeah. Like, of course, those are going to be like maybe some of the highlights of like spending quality time together. But like, mm-hmm. I think it's just really important to just encourage yourself to support one another to continue to nurture those relationships. And I think something that like Connor and I both do now is it's like, oh, you haven't played golf, like, with your friends for a while. You guys should go golfing this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, then I know I have time to, like, go spend with my mm-hmm. friends. And it, it's not like it always has to be, like, tit for tat at all. But I do think it's, like, when you yeah. support one another in that, it makes mm-hmm. it so much easier. Like, like, you're, like... Totally. Because it's, like, you them knowing that you're happy for them to hang out with their yeah. friends is, is so meaningful for them and vice versa. Yeah. I also think a big one, too, is because sometimes... I get like that kind of sense where it's like something's planned that I didn't plan and I'm like, oh, I'm just, I don't want to go, I'm lazy or I get like social anxiety. Yeah. I think a big thing like that helped me with that is I started being the one that planned things. So it kind of like yeah. became on my schedules when I wanted <laughs> yeah. it to and I was able, not that it was like always on my schedule, but I feel like it helped me be like more excited about it too. And I feel like that's a good way when, especially if you're just starting a relationship to just you know, every now and then plan like a dinner with your girlfriends or a dinner with your boyfriend and girlfriends and like a group thing. Um, and just making sure that you consistently have at least like a little bit of balance in there. Yeah. It really, really helps. I think like one thing too that I've thought about and I think it definitely depends on like if you're still with the person or not, it's going to have a severe impact on like your perspective. But looking back at college, like there were definitely nights because like I was dating someone back then and there were definitely nights that I'd like stay in and like forego going out with like mm-hmm. my friends on like a Thursday night to like the district or like yeah. wherever. Like, yeah. I'm, like, like I'd rather stay in and I'm like, man, like I'm not, not like, I wish with I that person mm-hmm. anymore. So I think that like contributes to this, but I'm like, man, I wish that I had gone out more. And so I think it's easier th- said than done. But if you're like in the moment and like you're younger right now, whether you're in high school or college, just like, make the decision that like your future self is going to be like, yeah. wow, that was so fun. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you got ready, went out with your girlfriends and like mm-hmm. had a great night. And you have, now you have like this awesome, like memory looking back. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like, I mean, speaking strictly of like going out, like drinking yeah. wise, yeah. I feel like sometimes in college, when you're younger, you think of it, it's a time to like meet boys or like yeah. meet other people. So it's like that not what you think but I feel like as we've gotten older when I go out it's purely like I literally talk to nobody except for the friends that yeah, I'm like I'm with my girlfriends nobody's allowed <laughs> and I feel like that makes a big difference too of your mindset of why you're going out you yeah. know and I feel like in college a lot of people that's blurred because they're like oh it's it's such like a hookup culture and all that yeah. stuff it's like people are going out to like meet other people where it's like no you can often go out just to hang with your friends yeah. like that's totally <laughs> you can do that normal <laughs> yeah would you say that should be kind of more of a norm to like see it both ways you know just like a college age you know someone that's 21 and they think for example maybe they are dating someone like 
do you feel like for example if their boyfriend wants to go out to the bars with their boys like that they should actually instead of hindering them from going actually encourage them to go in a sense like does that make sense like kind of like the same way where you say like you know you haven't played golf with your boys lately like you should go like what's like how would you approach that I think a hundred percent. Yeah, but I do. I feel like we feel like that now, but I because do we have feel like because in so college and we trust yeah. our like significant other so much. But I do feel like in college it is a lot harder mm-hmm. because there is just so much more because, temptation. Like and, and like we were saying, it the culture in college is very different than the culture of like your old, like your tw- late twenties. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was like a random like 20s. Like something that's always like really helped me with that. Just like internally is like, I'm going to encourage you to go do what you want to do because whatever decisions you make is on you, not mm-hmm. on me. Like if you should be able to like encourage your significant other to go out and like have fun and like not feel jealousy. Mm-hmm. So I think like that in college, it's really hard not to feel like jealous at times. Like if I, I like, think about like, times it is like I wasn't able to go to something I'm like oh like I would feel mm-hmm. jealous or like insecure for a second but it's yeah. like you have to just remind yourself that it's like your significant other is going to make the choices that they want and hopefully yeah. you have the trust instilled and if not then it wasn't meant to be and so. I, I also <laughs> feel like it's something that instead of being restrictive like I just usually am like if I'm feeling that way I, I will say it kind of thing yeah and not know like oh I don't want you to do this but like this is what I'm feeling like can you just give me some validation and then like, I'll be fine. You know what I mean? Like sometimes just asking for like being straight up, not in a controlling way, but just in a like this, I'm actually feeling insecure right now about this and I want you to go and have fun. But like, could you just like remind me that you love me? Like, you know, like, yeah, honestly it's, so it sounds so silly, but it makes a big difference. Or like, go have fun. Text me. Text me when you get home. When you're like like, on your way home. Like, yeah, Yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. Speaking of jealousy and insecurity, how do you guys go about it? I mean, especially with today on social media and, you know, everything that's going on in media, how do you, I guess, like, how do you avoid comparison or I guess reduce comparison and jealousy with all of that? Because I feel like that's such a common issue right now in, you know, the younger generation. So what's your advice or take on that? Uh, do you feel like when you ask that, is it like in general or in, when you're in a relationship? I think could be both. I mean, even for single girls and for those in a relationship, like dealing with the insecurity of like not wanting their guy to go out just because they're like, what if they cheat? But like, you know, there, I feel like there is like a mentality about how to avoid getting sucked, you know, getting sucked into thinking like they're going to do this, this and this. Cause then that's what happens. Like that's what turns relationship into like a toxic one. Right. Kind of. I feel like what you just said, like just vocalizing it. Mm -hmm. I think that's like such a, tough hurdle for like humans for some reason to it's, you have to be vulnerable so vulnerable mm-hmm. especially when it comes to jealousy because jealousy it goes hand in hand with just like being embarrassed and feeling shame for how you feel because yeah. usually when you're jealous you're like I shouldn't be feeling this way but I do and if you're like able to honestly like just be like hey there's this is making me like kind of uncomfortable or this this and this happened like I'm feeling jealous because x y and z like Mm -hmm. hopefully you can have that vulnerable open conversation that open line of communication that it honestly like helps to establish more trust at the end of the day rather than have being like passive aggressive or coming up with some like crazy story in your head that is so far from the truth that's which, like, like me I was like I I'm just so creative I can yeah. really, I can brainstorm some <laughs> yeah. crazy scenarios yeah you know? 
But like, I think of times that I've thought one thing and then I like actually like build up the courage yes. to ask about it like weeks later and they're like, and they just laugh and they're no. like, you're actually thinking been, something way Couldn't off. have been yeah. farther from the truth. Yeah. Um, and I think a big part, and this is, I think what I struggle if I ever do have a moment like this is the delivery of it. Yeah. I think that's something that like, sometimes I will like try and be like, Oh, I don't want to say anything because I know I'm just like overreacting or like mm -hmm. making something up in my head. Um, if I'm just having an off day personally, I feel like sometimes I will, those insecurities come out in different ways. I just like, they project, you know? And so I, I've been trying to like, before I say it, like calm and like think how I would want to hear it kind of as, yeah. as something because otherwise they can take it the wrong way. Cause you don't want them to feel like you don't trust them. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that like, when you're saying it, it's like, you don't want them to be like, why do you not trust me? When it's like, it's actually my personal problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like the delivery is something that you have to be really um, careful about um, just to be like, you want them to be respectful to you. So you have to be respectful to them. Mm -hmm. And that's something I feel like I still need to improve on and work on. Um, it's not like a, a common issue, but I feel like it's something that I get like in my head about, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think like when it comes to comparison in general, like it's definitely like it's tough. Like we live in such a weird time where it's like mm -hmm. so, so, so easy to compare. And I think mm -hmm. luckily we have one another that I feel like we can yeah. like hold each other to like high standards. If we're ever feeling like a certain way, yeah. like we can like squash it so quick. And I feel like we're really supportive with like providing a really safe mental space for one another, like yeah. especially on sweat and tell. Yeah. We like, there's a lot of accounts we un have unfollowed or we don't follow and we're, we just create a safe space for ourselves when it comes to like comparison don't follow people who make you feel like, bad yeah like if you, you see like somebody shit. and you're like oh I wish I was that or like oh my god like they just make yeah. you feel bad unfollow them like you don't need to follow somebody that makes you feel bad yeah and then at the same time it's like because you can't always avoid it right you can't avoid mm -hmm. walking by someone on the street or like seeing someone in a bikini and then like comparing yourself mm -hmm. it's like you have to mentally remind yourself that like like one, no one probably is thinking about you as much as you're thinking about yourself. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's, I'm always like, no one cares yeah. about, everyone. when you go out, people are thinking about what they're wearing, how they look, not yeah. really like what you look like. Um, especially if they're like your friend, right? Yeah. Like they're not going to care. Um, but yeah, you just have to like mentally remind yourself that it's just like, no one is you and there's so much power in that. And you should just be like, so it's easier said than done, but just like, I want every human being to like, feel so confident. Yeah. Like, I, I think the one thing that really helped me too, is I, I used to put so, and I still struggle with it slightly, but like, I used to put so much emphasis and value in my physical appearance when yeah. I feel like Dave, my boyfriend and therapy has helped me with this a lot yeah. because I think if you put more emphasis on who you are as a person and like what you have to offer, mm -hmm the physical side, it doesn't affect you as much. Not saying like, you're never going to be insecure. Like obviously literally we're human. Like I yeah. get insecure, you know what I mean? But I feel like having that sturdy backbone of remembering that side of you really, really helps to not be as affected by the physical side. Mm -hmm. And then also the physical side, there's things that you got to like about yourself. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes if you're feeling insecure, just remind yourself of those times or look back at a picture that you like of yourself that yeah. you post. you know what I mean? Like little things, like there's days when you feel good and there's yeah. days when you feel bad. So just try and go back and be like, why did I feel good that day? Oh yeah. Cause I'm badass. Like, you know, it's but just, 
What's also so crazy is that you could like look at a Victoria's Secret model mm-hmm. and be like, I would be so happy if I had her body. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's this like mindset that it's like, if I achieve X, then I yeah. will be happy. And then it's like, you, I've like listened to some different podcasts lately and like done like, I've actually done a lot of reading about this too. It's like, you go and you talk to those people and they're interviewed and it's like, they voice all of their Their insecurities insecurities. and you know that they're like, oh, well, what if I looked like her? What if I had bigger hips? What if I had a, like, and it's just this vicious cycle that it's like, well, if everyone wants to look like one another, then like, then like, what's going to happen? And the media is so (laughs) fucked up because it's like, for a long time, they're like, skinny is the way you need to look. And then they're like, oh no, now you need curvy butt. Now you need this. And it's just like, it's changed the standards. Like they change the standards. Quote. Yes. Like if you're if you're skinny enough to have that waist, you don't have the butt that everyone wants. And yeah. if you have the butt, then you don't, you don't have, have like the abs. Yeah, like yeah. something like that. It's just like the standard is always changing because it's a billion dollar market that people can make yeah. money. And then it's also just it's unattainable because of everything that goes on too. You know, like we're constantly bombarded by images of like photoshopped things and and all that and it's just like you never know what's behind the scenes and I feel like that mentally kind of just fucks with you a little bit I agree okay so I want to talk a little bit about the living together situation I know people always love that topic but I guess first would be how or at what point did both of you individually feel ready to live with your significant other do you feel like there's a time where it's too soon like type of thing I guess you know either way whichever way you want to answer it I think like when at least when Connor and I felt ready it was like we were spending like a lot of time together we but like healthy time it would be like we go to work every day and then be like majority of the nights you'd be like let's sleep over at one another's houses and it kind of just got to a point where we're like why are we going back and forth like we are so confident in our relationship we know we're going to be together like hopefully forever um and we just felt like very secure and being like let's just like move in together and it, it ended up like being just the right time in terms of like when both of our leases were ending and all of that so mm-hmm. we just had the conversation I honestly feel like it kind of just got to a point where it was kind of just like silly that we weren't living together mm-hmm. at that point um I don't think that it's like there ever has to be like a certain number of like months or years because I feel like there's some people that move in together in like a couple months and they have a great relationship and other people wait a really long time just depending on their circumstances so yeah as long as the like I feel like you're doing it for the right reasons and you're fully committed. Like if you're yeah. not fully committed, don't live with someone because it just will make it super, super messy if yeah. something, God forbid, It's going to, all the flaws are going to come out. Yeah. I think for me, let's see, we were together for about three and a half years before we moved in together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was ready to move in with him um, after like the first year and a half, but I didn't, like I was ready, but I didn't want to. Um, I think I just had this, I, like I was saying, I kind of knew he was my person and I was living with girlfriends at the time. And I think I got really, um, sad about the fact that I, I kept thinking like, once I move in with him, I'm never going to live with my friends yeah. again. And I, I think it like made me like really nervous and him too. He was living with his brother and his best friends and like, we were just so content. Yeah. And then when we moved here, obviously like we, we weren't going to move here and live in different <laughs> but like it was it was just the right time for both of us but I think I had like a weird mental hump of like oh my gosh I'm never going to live with 
my best friends again. Unless any of them want to, if you want to move into my apartment, you're welcome. Um, but I think that for me was weird getting over and knowing like, oh, once I'm moving with him, I'm going to be living with him for the rest of my life, you know? But I think we waited a little longer than I feel like normal, I would say. And it was kind of just also our circumstances. I wanted to be in Orange County. He wanted to be in LA because our jobs were closer that way too. Um, so it, I feel like if we were in the same place, we probably would have moved in sooner. Yeah. Um, but circumstances did that. And like, once again, I feel like for us, it, it worked out because I feel like it did create that sense of independence and sense of like excitement to move in together too, yeah. you know? And I think though, like when you move in, like you do kind of have to play that role of like, the married life yeah like, too so yeah. it's like when you're playing that role and you aren't fully committed I feel like that could spark like a lot of just like issues mm -hmm. so I do think you have to go into it knowing that there is going to be like different expectations and roles and like things that you have to work through so if you feel strong in your relationship mm -hmm. that you guys have such a strong foundation you can work through it then like do it but it definitely like it's not like it's always smooth sailing like, I, yeah I feel like some people like when they're like oh my god you're moving in you're like it's like round two of puppy dog phase yeah but it's like really it's like actually there's a lot more like humps that you're getting through because yeah. it's like now you're doing every single thing together cleaning and yeah. cooking and all that so it's like your communication you just have it's a, the next level of communication and working together yeah you know it's it's like teamwork times 10 totally would you guys from your experiences recommend like only moving in with a partner if you really feel like you're going to marry them I think I would just because I growing up I was raised very traditionally and I never even thought I was going to move in with somebody before I was engaged. Like my parents were appalled that I was moving in <laughs> with my boyfriend. Now, now they're over it. Now they're, they love him. So they're over it. I think that was kind of like, I just had a conservative mindset um, in that aspect. So I, I don't think it's bad if you were to move in with somebody who you didn't think you were going to get married. But personally, I don't think I would just because I, I just feel like I, I wouldn't want to, I don't know. But I think that's more, individual choice yeah I, I you know because I, I know people who have done that before and they're not sure and then it's worked out I also know some who have and it's really not worked out yeah. so it just it really depends on the situation yeah that's I, so subjective I yeah because I do think it's like if you aren't ready for marriage and you move in with someone and then you're like oh my god I could not marry this person then it's like thank god good. you figured it out and you could I, I, yeah, <laughs> no I think it's important now to move in with the person before you get married yeah because you just learn so much about that person so much like shut the fucking cabinet <laughs> at what point did you guys feel like that your partners were the one I guess like a little backtrack to that because I know clearly you guys both knew going into living with them but like at what point like did you know they were like your person like, what were the signs? What were the signs of it, like, for you on, on an individual level? Yeah, for Connor and I, I've never met someone so similar to me in so many aspects that, like, it, I was just so drawn to him, like, immediately. Like, just our, like, work ethic and our perspectives on a lot of different things, like, are just go hand in hand. And we're also mm -hmm. just both very, like, stubborn. We have a lot of the same qualities. Um, so I think it, it was, like, it's 99% a great thing. Like, 1%, if we're ever arguing, it's, like awful but um I, yeah but I think that like I just like saw like 
qualities in him that I'm like, this is like the person that I want to yeah. marry. Like you have every quality that I feel like I've looked for yeah. in someone and I want to be around you. And I feel like you make me a better person. hundred percent. I feel that around about Dave too. It's like, I feel like he's like very much, we have very similar morals. Um, yeah. But then he's kind of like the yin to my yang in a lot of things. And we balance each other out in that aspect. Um, but I also just like, uh, I'm so comfortable around him and I feel like I can be 100% honest in myself, which is huge. I mm -hmm. think that's like really important in any relationship. Um, and he like does definitely make me a better person, call me on my bullshit, but also comfort me when I need it kind of mm -hmm. thing. But I also just like, I always say to him, I was like, the world needs more Daves. Like, yeah. like I just like, I just think he's such a great person. And yeah. I was like, I want my kids to be like that. I want, yeah. you know, so I feel like there wasn't like one time I feel like, honestly, since day one, I was like, yo, this is the yeah. <laughs> I think it's truly, though, it's like, if they make you, like, a, make you feel like a better person, mm -hmm. like, one of the things that Connor But did, not in, like, you have to change yourself. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. They just, like, uplift you uh -huh. and, like, help encourage you and, like, facilitate, like, certain qualities. But it's, like, one of the things Connor has always done is he really, really challenges me. Like, Same with Dave. a lot. Like, he'll like question why I do certain things. Like he'll question my intentions and like question like my ideas and challenge me in a way that I like really like. And in a way that's not like controlling or gaslighting, but in no. a way that it's like, oh, I actually didn't think about that. And like, you make a good point kind of thing. Yeah. Or like, why did you do it like this instead of this? And then like, I just, he like challenges me and like really makes me like think and like makes me want to be yeah. a better person. Yeah. So. And I think sometimes I feel Connor's the same as Dave in this. Like sometimes if I am saying something that I'm insecure about, instead of like saying what I would expect them to say, like, no, like you're beautiful. Da, 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 he's like, why would you think like that? Like this doesn't, yeah. this doesn't matter, you know? And it's just like a different kind of perspective rather than just like doing the fluff. It's like actually having these conversations that help me mentally grow yeah. rather than just putting a band-aid on the problem yeah it's like intellectually challenging. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah which is really nice yeah no I think the intellectual challenge is so important I think some people might like I think at a younger age too might think having someone challenge you is not a great thing but like if you look at it in a bigger perspective it's actually there to help you think on a bigger level and then actually grow as a person so I think that's where a lot of growth happens totally because I feel like there's and there's such a difference between like judgment versus oh, actually yeah. challenging yeah. you know in a way of like because they care yeah not in a way of like what why would you think that you yeah. know in a way of like why does that bother you like let's talk about it let's expand on it yeah. you know that type of thing yeah and I feel like honestly that comes with age too oh yeah you know <laughs> being able to not only take criticism but give advice in a way that's not disrespectful yeah right right what is something you would tell your younger self in regards to your relationship either your current one or even like past ones like something that you might have gone upset over and like thought it was like such a big deal in the moment but then obviously now looking back you see that it was such a small thing nothing that was worth stressing over and like something you maybe even wish someone was able to tell you like maybe an older sister or something of that nature <laughs> I feel like this is like the question that like if either of our moms were listening it'd be like I told you so because mm -hmm. like in high school with like that relationship like if something doesn't feel right like it's probably not right and yeah. I, I think it's really really tough like kind of how we were touching on earlier when you're younger to like find that like confidence and strength to uh -huh. like 
break up with someone or make like a big decision like that because it feels like your world could be clashing because down. you can love somebody and feel feel like it's not complete and yeah. that's really confusing when you're younger yeah but it's like you will find the person that makes you feel complete and and like, well, let me rephrase that you will feel complete on your own and then yeah. you'll find the person that you the know is, yes is yeah. like you know is your person yeah but I think, like, looking at my younger self, it's just, like, no, seriously, know your worth. And, like, do not get stuck in a relationship. This is like, exactly what I was going Literally say. both of us. We, we had similar, like, experiences. Yeah, in, like, high, high school-ish. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, know your worth. And if you feel like you shouldn't be treated a certain way, mm -hmm. then fucking dip out. Because there are so many other incredible fucking guys. Seriously, there's so many incredible guys out there that will treat you right yeah don't settle yeah um and don't try and please the other person if it's something that's not who you are yeah. it's just like you don't need to change for somebody else be who you are and then find the person that matches that and yeah. helps you grow who you are how you want to grow you don't have to change for yeah. that person and i feel like both of our high school like relationships made Super us controlling, controlling yeah. and made us feel like we could not be who we wanted yes. to be like mm -hmm. made us feel like ashamed yes. of like ways we yes. acted and it honestly was like really mentally like a mind fuck mind fuck we were actually talking about this yesterday yeah. it was yesterday right uh, probably. yeah of how like or no it was today it was in the middle <laughs> just been a really long day <laughs> um well how like we I feel like Joanne and I both went through experiences like that where we had controlling relationships and it really did kind of mess with us. But it also made us, once we finally got out of that, a little later than both of us probably wanted to, yeah. um, we knew our like we knew our worth and we knew that we would never settle for something like that. Yeah. And, and I feel like some people have to go through the experience to learn it. Yeah. But if you're listening to this, you do not have to. Like <laughs> you yeah. can you can just know your worth right away. And I think that's something just what you said like know your worth and, yeah. and don't settle for so if it doesn't if something's off something's off yeah I think that's the biggest thing for me it was like I was like oh, I love this person but something's not right yeah and it's like love isn't like all of it you well because I remember like I like in high school would be like crying on my yeah. bed like any little thing is devastating right yeah like, you're it's dramatic school, in like, high school. Um, but it's like I'm like crying my mom's like you sh you're way too young to be feeling like yeah like this way like you need to like like mm -hmm. you're I mean she just compliment me and be like know your worth you're such a beautiful mm -hmm. girl blah 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 but be like this is not normal yeah. to like be in a relationship like this and I was just like but I love him mm -hmm. and in the it's like you really gotta take a step back and like yeah. remove yourself. I also I think that this is as I've gotten older, I've gotten better at this. But like in the past, like I wish my friends would have said something, yeah. you know. And yeah. I feel like I was too afraid to say something. And like I had close back. Then, I know I would have <laughs> no, but I like I I feel like now if I were to see somebody like that in a relationship like that, I just give my honest, respectful, but like honest opinion. Whereas yeah. I feel like when you're younger if you see something bad going on like you you just you feel like you can't say anything yeah. but it's like if it's if somebody you care about like I feel like you should speak up definitely you know what are the key successes or like components of a relationship that you believe um make a successful relationship I guess if you had to pick like two to three key things that you feel like every successful relationship has in common I would say healthy communication 
similar morals because that's important because that's something that like you can't really change and being able to have fun and like have the same sense of humor yeah that's like legit all of mine yeah that's what we like any other like specific because you need to be able to be serious and grow yeah have fun with anything and then I think the the morals thing is just something that like you you're not going to change as a person in that aspect. So it's important to find somebody who does match that with you. You can, you can change, I can grow, but like inherently like your good versus bad type of things. That's something that I feel like is important to agree on, especially if you're going to become parents too. Cause that's like a whole nother ordeal. Um, yeah. But that's just kind of like the backbone. Yeah. No, those are like my exact ones. And I would just say like overall, like think about like the type of person that you want to be with in like 10 years, 20 mm -hmm. years, like what kind of qualities do they have mm -hmm. and what kind of qualities do the person that you're with have? Hopefully they match up. Right. Yeah. But I think that like, especially with like, cause both of us are so career oriented too. Mm -hmm. I think that was really important was like, what are your career aspirations? Like, are you diligent? Yeah. Are you a go getter? So I think like when you look at like people's like, just what their goals are like short term and long term, mm -hmm. just overall aspirations, I think are mm -hmm. really important too, to make sure that you're on the same page. Yeah, I agree. Especially at this age. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't want to be with somebody and then like all of a sudden they're super lazy and then you're going out and like yeah. kicking ass and it just, it's going to cause too much tension. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I couldn't agree more with the morals too. I feel like a lot of people kind of forget that. It's kind of like, I think sometimes put it on the back burner in a sense where, you know, they have like the fun, the communication, like all of that. But then when it comes to just like basic foundational principles I feel like our age or at least like my age the early 20s can like easily forget because it's such like a long-term thinking and yeah sometimes you only learn about it or like realize how important that is later on but I feel like that's why it's like it's worth knowing ahead of time like thinking about does this person like value you know integrity and like certain you know doing certain things in a certain manner like that kind of thing so I could not agree more with morals but I guess final question um what is just like your final piece of advice for young women when it comes to you know modern day dating whether that's like even on apps and just kind of like dealing with men in general and then even just for those who are in a relationship want to pursue a long-term relationship what's just like your overall piece of advice on all of that? um I think for people who are just starting dating and on apps the best piece of advice that I think I heard this on a tv commercial <laughs> But it was, um, match.com. It was a farmer's only ad. Um, no, it was, if it was, if he likes you, you will know. And I think like, that's a big thing for young girls because you're like, ah, like if he's playing games or not texting you back, it's like, you will know, he will make time to talk to you. He will make time to hang out with you yeah. or she, you know, whatever the situation. And it's just one of those things where it's like, if you are confused or it's ambiguous, like don't waste your time. Like you deserve somebody that you know likes you. Like I yeah. feel like that's huge. And then mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> also, maybe you need to get like match.com sponsorship. <laughs> uh, gosh, what else? And then long term, I think that um I'm trying to think long term. Well, I think long term it's also good to realize that you should always be like fairly happy but there's ebbs and flows and like relationships aren't just fun like they are work you know and yeah. I think that's something that that's like 
yeah is a big thing to remember and like if one person it's a two-way street like you both have to keep working at it and that's really important um it's like all we are both really good communicators yeah especially with our significant others and I think it also comes from us just having like outgoing like big Mm -hmm. personality so Mm -hmm. I think that kind of like helps contribute to it but like I don't know where I would be if I like couldn't just talk to Connor about yeah. any yeah. anything I'm feeling, anything I want, like literally anything I feel comfortable talking about. And that I feel like has created such a strong sense of like trust and such a good foundation mm-hmm. for us. Um, because I feel like nothing is really off limits. And like yeah. that that and that might not work for everyone, but for me, I feel like that's no, really we're the healthy. same Dave and I are the same way. It's yeah. like open as open as possible is what works for us you know for sure I love that advice um the whole like if you know you you'll know or like if like you know what I mean like I feel like that's such a good very strong blanket statement that should be applied in any situation even when you know people are like talk like I I like want him to like be more active with me or whatever but it's like sometimes like you already know subconsciously it's just like you have to admit it and move on and you'll find better exactly because you will like you will find better like everybody has like multiple people out there that can be like right for them you yeah. know and it's just like don't settle for anything less. yeah especially when you're young I think you forget like how big the world is you get yeah. so, so stuck in like a little bubble especially at, like Chapman like a private school it's like you have like, a small bubble yeah. and it's just like the world is your oyster and there's just so much out there so yeah. really 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 don't don't settle yeah, don't take any shit. You deserve the best. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Well, where can everyone find you guys? Um, share your social media, all of that, where they can find the fitness. Okay. Um, let's see. We have our Instagram. It's at, sweat and, at sweat and Tell. And then our blog, which is sweatandtell.co. <laughs> we really want to call it. <laughs> which, like, we don't know who took it, but... We tried to get it back, but it was really expensive. Yeah. So, C-O, I know. Just just deal with it. <laughs> um, and we also have YouTube that we're going to be adding. We have we kind of just started to build it out, and we have a bunch more that we're going to be adding there. Um, and TikTok, <laughs> Pinterest. We, we got it all. Just sweat and tell whatever you want to look up yeah. over there. Amazing. I will link that in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with the ladies of Sweat and Tell. If you had a takeaway, please be sure to let us know. Comment on the latest post on the podcast Instagram. And if you've been loving the show, of course, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, stay safe, healthy, and I will chat with you all next week. Bye.